With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Brian and Sherry 5.0. Online 24-7 at BrianSherryShow.com. This is Brian and Sherry 5.0. Here are your hosts, Brian Shepard and Sherry Johnson. Thank you, Josh, so much for that wonderful introduction. (laughs) Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Brian here, and of course, I'm joined by not only one co-host, but I have an an additional temporary co-host as well. I have Sherry Johnson, of course, and granddaughter Melanie. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the show tonight. Say hi, everyone. She's waving to me. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, hello, everyone. It is Thursday. Everyone is joining us on Facebook Live. If you're not on Facebook Live, you should because I will kill you otherwise. I don't know. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash Brian dot Sherry show is our Facebook page. So you can see my beautiful face as usual, my wonderful facial expressions, and to be able to listen to the guest if you want to watch on Facebook Live. So you can do that too. Uh, I don't know about you, Sherry, but it's very hot in here. So I'm a little flushed tonight. That makes sense. You're upstairs, correct? I, yes, I am upstairs in my wonderful little studio, and it's warm. <laughs> you know, it got to be so warm today, we got lucky. It got to be up to, like, 72 today, from what I heard. Oh, yeah. You know, it's just rising in our houses and getting stuck on those second floors real fast. Because <laughs> my second floor is really warm, too. Yeah. Um, what what happened? I'm sorry. Oh, Daniel says hello. Listening through my phone, my computer crashed. Oh no. No. I hope you didn't lose all your writing. Yeah, get that fixed immediately, Dan. Uh, hello to Lisa Clayton. Lisa Clayton. Hello, my grandmother. We have Michael Scrivens. Hello to Michael Scrivens. I'm waving to everybody. Allie Scott. Hello. Allie, welcome. Thank you all for joining us. So tonight's going to be another fantastic, fabulous, wonderful night. Uh, We do have a guest tonight. We do. So comedian Rhett Sever once again will be gracing our airwaves tonight uh, soon, very soon. I'm not going to keep him for too long, but yeah. Last time we heard from him, but we didn't really get to hear any of his stuff. So tonight he will be able to do that. And I so apologize. That was a text to my phone. People are all excited. Uh, yeah. So um, interestingly enough, 
Um, I need to laugh tonight. Yeah? I'm in a good mood, but I just want to laugh. I've been telling myself jokes all day to make myself laugh and to be in a good mood. Now it's time for somebody else to do it because I'm just tired of it. So, But, yeah, so... um, uh, oh, Lisa, you're you're touching a very sore subject. Lisa Clayton asked us on Facebook Live if Peeps brand, because everybody knows I love eating Peeps, uh, which I really didn't eat Peeps this year. I ate maybe two packages. Don't judge, but I ate two packages, and not in one sitting, obviously. Two separate sittings, but anyways. Uh, She wanted to know if they were following us on Twitter finally, and we've been having, for those who don't know, I've been having a Twitter war with Peeps Brand just to simply follow us. That's all. That's all they have to do is just follow us on Twitter, but they have not. So once again, we have failed, and I will get them next year. So. other people, have you noticed at all? Do they have like a... Yeah, sure, they follow a bunch of people. What? I have no idea. I'm very sad. Thanks a lot, Lisa. Now you've made me sad. Now Rhett has to work twice as hard because I'm just, I'm very upset now. I'm very sad. Um, hello to Shelly. Hello, Shelly. Welcome. My grandmother, Hello. My grandmother's always watching. My grandmother's anniversary was just Saturday. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary to my grandmother. Uh, Today is my sister Kayla's birthday. I was supposed to tag her in this video so that she could at least see it. Happy birthday, Kayla. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. So I'll say it. I don't care. Um, but, yeah, so what else has been going on? Anything interesting? Um, let's see. I do have a show tonight after tonight's show, which is yeah. interesting. So yeah. Do you have something going on after tonight's show? I do. I'll be interviewing an author, Jason Drake, um, so tonight you- at 11 for an 11 p.m. show. Okay. So you have Sherry Clip tonight. I do, yeah. At 11 o'clock on Blog Talk Radio. Uh-huh. And who? Who's, who's the guest? Yeah. He is an author. His name is? Um, Jason Drake. Jason Drake. Correct. Do we know the name of the book? Yeah. It's, uh, I want to make sure. Yeah. He writes a couple of them. I'm not exactly sure which one um, he wants to be talking about tonight. Um, so, but he is an author, uh, he writes, um, he's an author, musician, videographer, um, producer, Five Days in the Midwest, and, yeah, he, he wrote a book called, um, You Stay Classy, Wedding People, and it's a book, um, about, people have talked to him about unfortunate wedding events that have happened, mm-hmm. that have happened and gone wrong, and oh. he actually wrote a book, book about some of the experiences. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, so stay classy, wedding people. Correct. You stay classy, wedding people. Oh, you stay classy, 
people, wedding people. Right. right. Well, anyway, sounds interesting. He lives in Chicago, Illinois. Hi. Hi. Melanie's very excited to see Brian on the screen tonight. She's showing him stuff, so I apologize. (laughs) Well, he's sleeping, but he's not coming. Hello to James Wheeler. Thanks for watching. I'm really thirsty. Billy Scrivens. Hello, Billy. Our number two, number one fan. <laughs> he's getting up there. I think he's going to be almost number one. <laughs> well, I think of it this way. We have a number one fan of Northern Berkshire County, and then we have a number one fan of kind of Southern Berkshire County. Mm-hmm. So we have two. I think that I think we can work that out somehow. <laughs> so now we have more than one. We have two. That's right. So hello to James Mack. Hello, James Mack. Yeah, we'll have him back on again soon. James yeah. Mack. I've missed James Mack. I miss talking to him. Me too. I've seen a lot of his postings, so comedian James Mack will definitely need to be back on the show. Um, that's a demand by me. So it needs to happen or else I'm coming down to New Jersey. No, I'm not going to New Jersey. No, thank you. Um, so we have a couple minutes left before we bring Rhett on. And uh, what else was there? You know, I hate it because we have, we talk about all this stuff. Oh, we're going to mention this. We're going to mention that. We're going to talk about this quickly because we get that 15 minutes before our guest comes on. And then after that, we have no more time to talk. It's all about the guest, which is more important. But for some reason, we always end up forgetting what it is we were meant to talk about at the beginning of the show. I do remember um, we were going to talk about if we had enough time, you know, um, service in restaurants because lately, I don't know about you guys, but I I go out a lot. I do admit it. And um, I've been coming across some really horrible service lately. So we were supposed to talk about horrible service at restaurants. Yeah. 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 Well, let me tell you, I got a story for you people. Um Okay, yeah, I remember that, absolutely, to see, you know, what people feel about the restaurants around here in town or somewhere where it happened in maybe another state. Maybe they have an idea why service is getting to be so horrible. Yeah. Uh, Lisa, I'm not sampling any candy. That is going to be next Thursday. Um, we did the poll online, and it looks as if, though, I'm going to be eating candy from Poland. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh. So, if, uh-huh. Polish candy. <laughs> Polish candy and snacks that I really don't even need because I keep eating all these snacks. I'm going to keep getting fat, and I don't want to get fat, although I have lost weight, though. So, yeah, my doctor was very impressed. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I lost four pounds. Oh. Somewhere, I have no idea. <laughs> but I did. Yeah. 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 So next week, everyone, it's going to be Poland. 
Does it have to be restaurant service or any service? Um, I don't know. That's a very good question. Well, I was particularly concerned with the restaurant, uh, restaurant. because it, I don't know. Lately, I think people are slacking a lot. Slackers. Um, like, slackers. I was a waitress a long, long, many years ago, and there was a certain way you um, had to wait on people and things you kept up on, um, you know, as a routine and a thing you did. And it just seems nowadays it's like the service is horrible. you got to keep calling the waitress over to get refills on drinks. Um, you know, you're not getting served the way you were. And food quality doesn't seem to be as great either. But. There's only some places, I have to say. Not everywhere. But I notice a lot of these chain or franchise restaurants, the service is not so hot. So. Yeah, exactly. And, Brian, you actually made a posting today how you went back to an old um, hometown restaurant, and right away they greet you when you came in the door. And, you know, I read that, and it goes right along with tonight because I think – that that is all part of service and what draws people coming back. Makes you feel comfortable. Makes you want to be there. Well, here's the scoop with that. So I actually know the owner. I know who's cooking my food. Um, so, and I hadn't seen greet everybody coming in the door. They always greet everyone that comes in the door. Absolutely. Okay. Well, that's right. So, depending on what time of day it is. Good morning. Good afternoon. You know, whatever they they're always. Uh, uh, saying hello. So to walk in after four or five years of not being there, I didn't even know if he was still open. But he was. And I told him, I apologize. I thought you were you closed, you know, like everything else around this town. I don't like going to Pittsfield, so that's why I, I hadn't seen you. Um, but he welcomes me right in. Hello. Oh, my God. I it's so nice to see you. I was just thinking about you and what you were doing. And so, yeah, he knows about the uh, the radio, the podcast. Um, I used to give him shout-outs all the time. So if anyone is interested in eating in Pittsfield or Berkshire County, go to the soda shop because sadly, sadly, and I hate to say this, he is retiring and will be closing in three years. That is his retirement kind of set time, so three years. So I need to get as many big beef cheeseburgers and potato salad as I can. <laughs> That's what I had for lunch today. I was back today and I had lunch and it was good. Yummy. Scrumptious. And went straight to my ass. But that's okay. <laughs> it is worth it. All right. So he's been on our show before. He has been on Sherry Cliff, I think it was. Yeah. The Sherry Clip or the other one? Um it was Sherry Clip, yeah. Was he ever on the other one though? I could have sworn he was. No? Uh Tom and Sherry? Uh, no, no. It was on Alley Cat. The forum. On the forum. No. Oh, okay. So Alley Cats and Sherry Clip. Correct. Ah, so that's where I listen to him. Okay, absolutely wonderful. So we're going to bring on comedian Rhett Sever, who's been waiting long enough, I'm pretty sure. Um, and uh, we'll talk to him and see what's been up since the last time we talked. So, yeah. 
Hey, what's up? Hi. Oh, you can hear me? Yeah. I know. I, I wasn't sure when to come in. Sorry, I wasn't sure when you come in. You guys can hear me? Yeah, I was going to introduce you on, but you beat me to it. But that's okay. Oh, I'm Everyone. sorry. <laughs> Red um, pepper. <laughs> hey, what's up? So, yeah, what? I was how are you? to say how I appreciate you guys for all your support online because, um, like, that was actually my, like, my iTunes debut and all those services that you put your show on, that was kind of like the first time I was on those, um, you know, types of things. So thanks for that. Well, you're welcome. Was, I had so much fun with you. We just got to keep bringing you back. So. Yeah, thank you. Well, I hope that you want to invite me back after you hear my jokes. <laughs> I don't know if you will, but... Well, we like you oh. anyway, so there's definitely a, pos- okay. a positive there, okay? <laughs> we right. might not always like everyone's jokes, but we like you. So. Yeah. All right, cool. And, yeah, I like being on, like, all the all your different shows and, like, reincarnations of your show, but I guess you're just evolving kind of to the show that you're, like, kind of going towards, right? Like, right. Yeah. Like, I guess, I mean, we'll, yeah. Go, go ahead. Because, yeah, like, go I ahead. never got to meet Tom or anybody, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, Rat. Don't worry. I haven't either. Well, <laughs> okay, that's cool. He, yeah, well, he did call in to my birthday show a couple weeks back, and cool. I didn't know it was him. I didn't know it was anybody, but he did say happy birthday um, I'm your arch nemesis, and I didn't know exactly who he was. Okay. He, wait, you he know, was your arch nemesis? What? <laughs> yeah, his arch nemesis. Uh, well, things <laughs> happen in life, unfortunately, you know, and he yeah. hit one of those things in his life where I ha- we have to pause until he can get okay. things going. Yeah. Yeah. You know, some work okay. interferes a lot with the time, so it it's kind of rough, but we're working on it. Yeah, because this show okay, comes first. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, and so and then I also just want to re, you know like remind your viewers, um, like on your or your listeners and viewers that um, you know they can um, you know check my stuff out anywhere at at Rhett Seaver, um, on all social media. And also, if you're in New York City, you can um, come to the Pit Attic um, every Saturday at four. Is my the open mic that I hold? Um, so yeah. That's, yeah, they have like a strange name for a lot of clubs out there, Ryan. So. Oh okay. Yeah. Sometimes they name the shows really funny shows too. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah, that's what they do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. What do they do? They they name these um, comedy or stand up shows. Sometimes they give them funny names. Oh yeah, mine's called um, Rhett Seaver's Tumbled Weed Connection. And the crazy <laughs> thing about that is that I hosted this show, um, say everything, where all these comedians could say anything, and it it helped us to kind of like 
um, develop our material and everything. But then I co-hosted it with um, this one comedian where she thought I was telling too many dad jokes, which I do have a couple dad jokes <laughs> tonight. But um, but yeah, then she didn't like that, and so she thought I should connect more, just kind of be in the moment and connect more. And so then this title of my next show kind of was poking fun at that um, because I think an uh, an audience is like just random people, you know, like tumbleweeds. So I called it the tumbleweed connection. And then I, I searched it online to see if my Facebook page would come up. But of course, you know, what came up, the Elton John album, tumbleweed connection. It was so weird. And I just thought it was so weird that two gay men came up with this name. <laughs> Just randomly. Hi. And what's weird is I did listen to Elton John, his early stuff at one point. I want to listen to it more because I know it's good, but I just never got around to it. But then it's so weird. Like you thought I would have known this, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it was so weird. So people think it's the Elton John thing, but I just randomly came up with Tumbleweed Connections. But then they spelled it wrong on the pit website, and it's called tumbled weed, like you're, you know, preparing your your marijuana. So I just left it as like a happy accident because I thought that sounded cool. But anyway, <laughs> so, whatever works. So yeah. So that's I don't know, kind of what's been going on. I you know I got. Uh, I think last time I was talking about like my new job and everything and um, that's going good. Um, hearing some interesting stories of, you know, from my coworkers. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. So that, uh, we have a whole bunch of new listeners who don't really know who you are that much other than your team. Oh, yeah, and I'm and definitely going to get into that, like, kind of more about me, yeah, like, later with my material. Oh, good. Well, when, why don't you go right ahead and take the stage now, and um, you can talk all about yourself. <laughs> and then, um, Sherry, you had a... I forgot that you said something about like you had a question for me. Um, right. Well, I you actually just kind of answered it. I was going to ask you um, if you were going to be doing um, stand up anywhere where people could come see you. Oh yeah, I mean right now it's mostly at my open mic. Um, but I, when I do get like um, I, some other shows. I um I do you know update that on my social media um but yeah right now it's mostly just my open mic right now um I had some other like sometimes I do Randy Epley's um the Jazz on the Park Hostel <laughs> it's this hostel where every Sunday at eight he has a show and I I do that um. You know, maybe about once a month or so. Um, but yeah, every Saturday at four at the Pit Attic. Um, you know, a lot of great comedians um, are like regulars there, and it's a fun show. 
Nice. Now, um, so, um, yeah. Can you share with us um, a little bit about where you come from and how you got into being a comedian? Yeah. So basically, um, I was raised Mormon. Um, you know, very shy. I think I'm probably um somewhere on the autism spectrum. <laughs> you know, like like um you know, somewhere in it like um Asperger's or something like that. I'm not diagnosed, I don't I don't know, but like you know, I have those kinda like classic symptoms. <laughs> and so um I think like and that I think I just have like too rational of a brain to kind of be Mormon, you know. And so I just kind of had to come to New York and escape that. Um, But, yeah, and so my mom raised us Mormon. She was a huge fan of the Osmonds. I wish that was a joke, but sometimes you don't have to write jokes. You just transcribe your life. And, and yeah, so... um, it sounds like a joke, but yeah, my mom raised us Mormon because she was a huge fan of the Osmonds. You guys know the Osmonds. Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah, so it's it's crazy. Like, you know, in, in church, once a priest fondled my scrotum, if you know what I mean. But it's okay. I realized, oh, that's what they mean by sacrilegious. <laughs> oh boy. But yeah, so and then one time you know, like well we lived in a small town and um my mom once gave me this huge stack of self esteem books and when I looked at this huge stack of books and I realized how much help I needed, yeah, it didn't do much for my self esteem. Thanks, mom. And also, my mom, um, you know, she sent me to a gay camp. It's crazy, right? So I was sent to this gay camp because my mom, she was jealous of her um, friend who had a son who, you know, they went shopping together like it was the scene from Pretty Woman and they would discuss sex in the city over brunch and everything. So my mom was jealous. So I was sent to gay camp to become a more flamboyant gay. You know, it, was, it wasn't the kind of gay camp where you pray away the gay. You pray for more gay to stay. It was one of those gay camps, um, pro-gay. And so, and it was also a fat camp. So it was a gay fat camp. It was a two-in-one situation. And they taught a class because a lot of the kids were from small towns. So they taught this class about, like, different tips that you can do to avoid, you know, you know, basically avoid hate crimes and violence as a gay person in a small conservative Trumpville town. <laughs> and so it's crazy because this is where the name of their camp comes from. It was a two-in-one, a gay fat camp. So I was learning how to be skinny and more gay. And so the camp, the camp was called 
two birds, one stoning avoided. <laughs> and so, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think, like, you know, like, the GQBL, or, like, um, the L- LGBTQ thing is, like, I never, I never remember the, the, the order of the letters, because I, I don't know if I'm dyslexic or something. So I think they should come up with something more, you know, memorable, like GQBLT. Because since everything is so sexualized with, like, the gay community, this way people would at least think of, like, sandwiches and magazines instead. And it's just more memorable, like GQBLT, you know. I think it's, I don't know, I think it's a good idea, but. Um, and also, um. Oh, do you guys want to be traumatized to your very cores? <laughs> okay, <Sure>. so. <laughs> okay. So, are you ready? Okay. When you look in the mirror naked, it's exactly what your parents used to look like. Oh, my God, are you guys okay? <laughs> So yeah, and I like to look in the mirror um, in when I wear my lace underwear. But since I'm bisexual, I have to wear lace boxers. <laughs> Wait, sorry, what? I would nope, nothing. Keep going. <laughs> okay. Um. And yeah, so um, I bet you thought it was weird when I said I had bisexual orientation, but I bet it's not as weird as my cultural appropriation. Do you guys know what cultural appropriation is? <laughs> you know, I, I I have to say, I don't know if it's your laughing afterwards. It's actually makes it funny because I really don't know what it is. I don't think Brian does either. No, yeah. Cultural appropriation is like when it's almost the opposite of racism, but it's like different cultures still take offense to it, even though it's the opposite of racism. It's where another culture embraces an aspect of another culture and they're like, what do you think? You can just like be like us. So it's kind of like, you know, like when like white people act like black people. Yeah. Like, you know, there's like, you know, different, I don't know, names for this, but um, yeah, that's cultural appropriation. So like sometimes, like you could say Eminem is a walking cultural appropriation. <laughs> and so, it yeah, it's like that where it's the opposite of racism, but I guess some people still take offense to it, but um, that's what my bisexual rap is about. <laughs> but yeah, so, um, but also, Sherry, I just realized um, your co-host, <laughs> it, how old is your co-host? <laughs> Brian, Hopefully they don't understand what I'm saying, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> Wait, you, you really want to know how old I am? <laughs> no, 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 no. 
there's like a baby in the background, right? Oh, not anymore. No. no. Oh, okay. She's, she's now gone to bed. <laughs> thanks the Lord. No, no, I no, Brian, Brian. I'm sorry. I didn't mean you. I meant the oh, other co-host. Oh, got you. That you guys oh, were joking oh, about at the beginning. Oh, she, Melanie, yeah. Too. So if she was listening, <laughs> she. She was drawing and spitting on my keyboard, so or else. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I figured, I figured, the other co-host wouldn't understand what I was saying, so that's good. Yeah, she probably didn't understand <laughs> anything we were saying, so that's all good. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so basically, so basically, it's good because I'm about to um, humble brag that somebody once did a line of cocaine. Off my small penis. <laughs> it was crazy. Anyway, so then we 69, right? But, Brian, I don't know if you explain this to straight people. I guess we can explain it to Sherry. Sherry, did you know that straight people can't 69, right? Because only gay people can 69 because of it's a six and a nine. Straight people, 83, because the penis and the tongue are going into two holes. That's an 83. So I'm just saying, straight people are lame. <laughs> straight people are lame, and gay people are cool. Right, Brian? <laughs> Brian, you are so red right now. I, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, we have to be careful of the jokes. Uh, Brian, you are so red. red. If you can see live Facebook, man. You'll be dying. <clears throat> oh, this is too much. You can be okay, Brian? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Brian. You can talk, right? Uh-huh. Okay. What's that? Okay, you're cool. Okay. No, this, and this reminds me. You guys, I have to stop saying thank you after sex. Do, have you guys ever said thank you after sex or turned to your partner after sex and then they said thank you is that weird (laughs) (laughs) I don't know I I realized it took me an embarrassing amount of time to realize when I hook up why am I saying thank you that is so weird but anyway I don't know why it took me so long to realize that but um, anyway, also, do you know what another Brad, thing it took me? Brad, wait, so I long. got a question. Yes. I got, yes. I got a huge yes. question for you. Um, okay. Okay. When you get up on stage and you say these jokes, I mean, is are you pretty outgoing to do this, or are you very shy about getting up there and like just throwing these types of jokes out there? I mean, um, yeah. <laughs> You know, I, I'm just saying, like, some people can just can just get up there and talk about, you know, personal stuff and whatever. <laughs> but, uh-huh. I mean, um, did it take you a while to get the nerves to get up on stage and actually um, be able to say jokes like this? Yes, it took me three yes. years. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it took me a long time. Because the first two years I did stand-up, um, I did a lot of crazy over the top like character type things and then somebody pointed something really interesting out to me where um I I wasn't 
being myself because I didn't realize I was afraid to be myself. And so it's weird. I was kind of being a character like the first two years. And, but even then I was still so, you know, shy and filled with stage fright that I was like shaking. Um, I, you know, like I would visibly shake. And so it took me like two or three years to get very comfortable to the point where I was comfortable on stage and not shaking and nervous. And then what's a, a weird phenomenon was it felt weird to be comfortable on stage, if that makes sense. Because right. I was so used to being like a, a little frightened rabbit on stage that once I got right. comfortable on stage, it felt so weird to be at home and comfortable on stage. And so right. then I, mean, I was able to talk about more personal things. Hey, I mean, you. I'm, I'm thinking about you right now, okay? You you come from yeah. a Mormon family, all in the middle of practically nowhere, right? And you have to, yeah. you have all these secrets about yourself personally. You know, I'm thinking about yeah. you here and how you've been through, you know, as a person that most people don't go through quite as much as you have, and you're so brave and so strong to be able to find your true self you know, and even yeah, if some people just talk, okay, I'm opening that closet door and I'm out in the open to your family, but yet you are now in New York City, right? And you're getting up on stage yeah. and you're talking about these things publicly in front of people and you're not afraid to yeah. do that. And it, that's a lot. I'm just saying, like, I've, I think if I would yeah. do that, would, that takes a lot of courage, a lot of determination and a lot of strength to do that. Because I know I couldn't, yeah, and I mean, it's, Brian, yeah. I've been on radio nine years now, <laughs> I mean, off and on. And just, yeah. No, well, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay, yeah. And we, you know, for you to say, Brian and I are sitting here, we're, we're blushing, you know, this <laughs> is like something that, it's awesome, you're the one saying it, you know, and some of our listeners are like, oh my gosh, I'm stepping away, this is a bit for me, but... You know, in reality, <laughs> that's a lot for you to even get on the radio and, like, start saying and being on stage and, you know, thinking about where you've come from in your life. That This is a really big deal. And, and know, you know, in the way society. And I mean, yeah, how I kind of thought of it, like, how I analyzed myself was that it was weird. Like, I would see early videos of me when I was a little kid and I was very like um you know outspoken and would say anything but I I think maybe a lot of little kids are like that um you know they don't have a filter yet but then as I got older like in high school I was completely like shut down and come like completely like the most shy person and it I was that way till the age of 27 I was very shy and got the idea to do stand-up because I thought it was so, like, weird and embarrassing that I was still very shy at the age of 27. And so what happened is, like, I think I'm, like, overcorrecting myself <laughs> to the point where now I'm to the point where I'm, like, the the complete opposite of 
like a shy, reserved person who like hardly ever goes out, doesn't have a lot of friends. And now I'm overcorrecting to the point where I'm, you know, always um, out at social events and um, meeting people, um, doing stand-up, talking to people in public, where it's the complete opposite because I almost, I just, yeah, I, I think it's just an overcorrection where I don't know why I was so shy and I thought, I guess I always thought there was somebody, oh, I guess I was outgoing with my family. And so then I just kind of finally expanded that to, you know, people I don't know. And, um, yeah, I think I'm just overcorrecting, and now I'm just the opposite. <laughs> yeah, it's very strange. <laughs> wow. But, um yeah. Do you do jokes about other things? Um, like yeah, you Sherry, you had a question. I thought you were going to ask me about politics or something. <laughs> um, right? I, you want... I was going to ask you something. I am so sorry. I, it's It kind of slipped my mind. But, um, Okay. <laughs> Which is not unusual for things that slip my mind. So uh, just let me know. Um, but I, I, I know you know you you've been you do jokes about politics, don't you? Yeah. Um. And like, it's crazy because I can't, as a comedian, I can't even think of anything funny about the current cultural climate that we're in right now because <laughs> it's just completely funny. unfunny. Yeah, it's just completely unfunny, and I can't because, first of all, it's not lost on me that I look like a mini-me Harvey Weinstein. I mean, it's mm-hmm. hard out there for a Me Too inspiration look-alike. It's crazy. But do you know what? Mm-hmm. I think Trump has done some good. But before you freak out, I know that's crazy to say, just hear me out. What I mean is that, you know when sometimes you wake up in the morning – and you accidentally check the headline news before you, like, jack off or finger yourself. So the thing is, one time I woke up, um, forgot the order of operations, and I'm like, oh, I can't do this now after looking at the the news. But then I, I was lying there realizing, wait a minute, I can still do this. I can just use the thoughts of the headline news to help me last longer. Because I only used to last two minutes. Now Trump's got me up to seven. So I'm just saying Trump has done some good. Wow. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, Brian. <laughs> oh, hey, Brian. And I don't even get the electric college. It's like voting's not even electric, and a lot of people who voted didn't even go to college. It's fucking bullshit, you know? And Trump has got us so sensitive because he's, you know, so crazy that even in comedy a lot, like, people are becoming more offended by everything because I think they're so triggered by Trump. And so, and, like, you find out about these things, like, I didn't even know sex change was an offensive term, 
Have you guys heard the new PC term for sex change? Evolution, bitch. Yeah. And so there's a controversy because (laughs) the doctors are homophobic and they don't want to do the attitude. But in order to be really PC, when you say evolution, bitch, you got to do it with attitude. But the the homophobic doctors aren't doing that, and so it's a whole controversy. It's crazy. But you have to at least snap your fingers and say evolution, bitch, um, to be PC, at least. Like, I don't know. It's crazy. But, you guys, this just isn't the America I grew up in, you know? Like, do you guys remember when Tic Tacs were smaller? Do you guys remember that? Tiny ones? So, like... Yeah, Tic Tacs used to be smaller, and then as a novelty, they sold the jumbo size in different flavors, and then they just started to sell the jumbo size in different flavors, and it's like, this is bullshit. Tic Tacs are a mint. You take one at a time, and you do not chew them. Now people are buying only jumbo Tic Tacs, and they're all these fucking flavors, and then they chew them. And it's like, this is not the America I grew up in. And, like, what about sliders, right? Do you remember when every restaurant pretended like they invented sliders? Like, this isn't a good thing. Like, whose genius appetizing idea was this to name a food after the way it enters and exits our bodies? Okay, that's not cool. That's not appetizing. You know, oh, do you want to try our new burrito the explosion? Like, no. Like, sliders are disgusting, and I don't know why I don't, they... I say, oh, oh. What? Oh, was that somebody? No. Oh, sorry. I thought I heard something. Anyway. And then, also, do you guys remember when sex scandals were consensual? Like, the good old days? <laughs> Like, sex scandals were consensual. It took until 2017 for them to realize what a real sex scandal is. It's when sex is not consensual. Like, really, it took us that long? That's crazy. And what's really interesting about this is I think it's it's all Trump's fault. It's almost good that he won the election because the irony is that Hillary – If she would have won, we wouldn't have had the whole Me Too movement because if Hillary, like, yeah, it would have been great, you know, little girls seeing that they could be president one day. And I still think that will happen. Um, You know, hopefully the next president will be a woman. So there'll be more of a sense of equality. But what's crazy, the irony is that Trump actually helped women by, the, you know, them see, them being triggered by all his sexual harassment things and then still getting the job. And then the irony of, like, everybody being triggered by that, starting, you know, the, the Women's March, starting the Me Too, Time's Up movement. That was all because of Trump because they're pissed off at Trump. And so then they take down Harvey Weinstein and Charlie Rose and Kevin Spacey and, and Louis C.K. and 
all these people. I mean, it's insane. That's all because Trump won the presidency with a sexual harassment history. That's like, and but nobody has like gone on TV and asked him like, Mr. Trump, how do you feel about inspiring the new women's movement? <laughs> like, it's crazy. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but anyway, so <clears throat> you guys, I do feel bad about something recently that I did. I watched a Louis C.K. special. I know, I know. And what's crazy, so like then, you know, I jacked off in front of this woman, but I didn't lock the door. I mean, I know how to separate the art from the artist, okay? (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) So don't you guys think the term rape culture is giving rape a little too much credit? I think it should just be, like, rapist behavior. Like, we shouldn't give them, like, a culture. It's not like arts and crafts. You know, I don't think rape deserves a culture. It's just really bad behavior. (laughs) But anyway. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so maybe this stuff is a little too heavy. Do you guys want to go into my silly pun joke? (laughs) Please, for the love of God. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Okay, so, way, Rhett, you, you've been, um, yeah? I think you first guest to ever um, <clears throat> make um, some remarks to have um, some of our guests who are watching leave. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I did not intend that. Yeah, no, it's all good. Let's keep in mind that this, you know, in this worldwide podcast, our, sh- our show allows everyone a voice, okay? So if anyone out there is offended, you know, just come back next week. But if you're not, stay tuned with us because re- let's give you, you've got about five more minutes, okay? So whatever okay. you can dish out to us in five minutes, you, you got okay, it. Okay, so now, now I should have started with this so that those people would have heard my, the, the jokes they would have liked. No, well, yeah, I guess like you do. I guess I do have to know my audience. I, I guess I should have asked what, you know, the the demographics. Um, but anyway, well, you, so, know, <laughs> you know, you it, know, it doesn't matter. Not everyone's gonna like every comedian's jokes. That's how I look at it. You know. Yeah, so. I mean, I think maybe the next time, um, I do have a lot of good. I think views on you know offensiveness and stuff like that um that I think can help people view it in a better light because I think when people are offended they're actually you know giving respect to those people in a weird way because they're actually caring what they are saying so when you're offended, you're actually in a weird way giving somebody respect. And, I mean, really, we should be offended by people like Trump, but not, you know, a comedian who's really just being ironic and poking fun at. But anyway, that can I can talk about that next time. Um, it's a very interesting subject. But um, 
But yeah, one time I worked at this factory and my right hand was cut off and I had to pick up my hand and go to the hospital, which is crazy because I write with my left hand, but that day I left with my right hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, um, do you guys like hipster dad jokes? I have a hipster dad joke for you. Um, do you guys know the grape debris in wine is called tannin? And I think it'd be so cool if they made a ch- a chapstick out of it. But a chapstick good enough for the queen. You know what they would call it, right? Royal tannin balm. <laughs> Have you guys heard of that movie? <laughs> that Wes Anderson movie? Anyway. Um, I believe I watched it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. a hipster dad joke. I write those for the dads who live in Williamsburg. That's a hipster community. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so, do you guys know what you call the price you pay for something that you yell out in the ghetto that you regret a holocaust oh wow <laughs> wow you got have you guys heard of this next random thing that leads to my next anticlimactic pun anyway okay so have you guys heard of this <laughs> have you guys heard of this um this this cult of cannibals that only feeds on the flesh of young gay people. It's so weird. Do you know what they call their food? Flaming young. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Oh my <laughs> and for wow. Okay. For my for my last joke. For my last joke. Did you guys know that um gay sex clubs in New York City are like, when you walk into them, it's like a microcosm of New York City. Do you know why? You've never why? seen so many people riding a ferry. <laughs> oh my. Okay, so I don't know. Maybe Maybe my latest jokes are like, yeah, way too... Way too blue, I don't know, but um, so, sorry if I scared away any of the listeners. Uh, I guess <laughs> I guess I do that. They, well, here's the thing. So, I mean, you're not going to know who's actually listening to the podcast. We're not going to know who's okay. actually listening to the podcast. So, I'm not worried about it. We've had people on this podcast okay. who, have, who have said worse, way worse. So, oh, really? Uh, yeah, okay. um, which we were not even ex- expecting. So, I mean, yeah, I obviously was expecting some of those jokes that you told, so I knew it. Um, okay. I'm pretty sure some listeners, the people that are watching me on Facebook Live, knew it was coming at some point. One or two <laughs> of them decided, this is not for me, I'm going to step away. And that's exactly what they said. So, it's not for everyone, oh, obviously. That's, that's not so, too bad. If it's just no, you, not at all. That's pretty good. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. cool. That's cool. All right. 
this is the first time I've ever heard any of your jokes like this. So I was yeah. a little shocked. I wasn't expecting, but you know, it's what it is. It's your style. It's your, you yeah. know. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you know, I think that I think that when you go to uh, First of all, unless you follow the comedian, you know the comedian, you know their routine and whatever, sometimes they mix it up. So sometimes when you go to a comedian's uh, show or whatever, you don't know what you're going to expect. You don't know what they're going to say or what they're going to talk about or whatever. So, oh, well, that, that's tough. Yeah, and hopefully when you go to a show, there's a bunch of comedians, and then you kind of follow the, the comedians of the style that you do like. You know, and then right. that's why, like, an audience finds, like, comedians attract their own type of audience that way. Absolutely. And so, you, yeah, you just got to kind of find your audience, and they'll find you. And that's kind of the, you know, the way it works, I guess. Right, and Rhett, you know, and I know it's not easy. You're you're talking on the phone. You can't see an audience in front of you. You don't know the reactions. <laughs> yeah. You're not thinking about... Um, who's going to be watching or what. And, you know, our show is a show for anyone to have a voice and speak out. So we just appreciate you coming on, um, sharing everything you did with us tonight. You know, we really appreciate you. Definitely. Yeah, thank you so much. This it was really fun. I know, I thought it'd be a fun experiment, this format, you know, doing jokes in this format, kind of like a late night talk show conversation. Mm-hmm. It was very fun. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Definitely. So yeah. But I I do just have one last thought. Um, have you guys ever? I mean, do you guys like ride the the, the train or the subway anywhere? No, never. Or maybe like <laughs> never. Have you? Or like ever, ever like in a public space with like people that you've never seen before? Oh, good God, no. You know what I mean? <laughs> No. No. Oh. Well, no, well, right on the subway. Yeah. Go ahead. So, yeah, riding the subway in New York City, I realized one day I'm looking at all these people I've never seen before, and I'm like, wait a minute, I'm seeing them for the first time, but they've always existed before this. But, like, who am I? It doesn't matter. It's a bit, what's the big deal? Do you ever have weird thoughts like that? <laughs> when you're standing in a crowd of people. Okay. Yeah, that you've never seen before, and you realize, oh, they've always existed. I'm just seeing them for the first time now. But who cares? <laughs> who am I? Big deal. Um, I don't know. I have no. very strange thoughts sometimes. It's not strange to think like that. I don't think okay. like that. I don't think I've ever thought that way. Um, I could throw <laughs> about the other people. Um, I don't do subways. I don't do taxis. And so I don't really. Okay. I've taken the subway once. Okay, I lied. So I took the subway from New York City down a couple of streets or blocks, whatever they call it or whatever. So I thought it was going to, I was going to get raped, shot, mugged, killed. Oh, Cause you no. see it in the movies, you see it in the movies yeah. all the time. Like don't, don't, don't take the subway. Well, I went into the subway yeah. and it was, 
very exhilarating experience. I didn't mind it, uh, but I only did it once. You were in I New don't York know. City? Yes, I used to go to New York okay. City at least twice a year. I don't really anymore okay. that much. Um, yeah. You guys are in upstate New York, right? Oh, so we oh, are in Western Massachusetts. Yeah. So oh, that's right. New that's York right. City, Sorry. I... Yeah, New York City is about, I believe, three and a half hours away. Oh, also, I should mention, I'm doing like kind of like a mini tour of BFWs in Connecticut later this summer. Um, a friend, a comedian friend of mine, he's releasing his EP of songs. Um, and we're going to kind of organize a tour where, you know, they can sing their songs. I, I sing some, you know, silly comedy songs. And we were going to go on a tour of, in Connecticut of VFWs because, um, you know, they just have really great built-in audiences. It's easy to put on a show. Um, and so Where you can look for that on my social media later this summer. Oh, where were you thinking in Connecticut? I'm from Connecticut, so I'm I'm curious. Oh yeah, like Waterbury and just those small towns with those cool VFWs, and um they have a they have cool audiences that like to go to those Waterbury. events. I've been to Waterbury. Yeah, they're kind of known. Where... Yeah, and they're kind of known for putting on some cool comedy shows once in a while. Um, I know the guy who who does some of those comedy shows at BFWs and he's going to help us kind of book those and organize like a mini tour. So that's what's coming awesome. up. Yeah. So, yeah. So thank you guys so much. Yeah, right. Thank you so much for coming on the show tonight. We are totally out of time. We are one minute over, but we just want to say thank okay. you so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. We had a lot of fun, and thank you all for hanging in and listening <laughs> and enjoying the show thank as well. You so and much. you're welcome. And Brian, take it from here. Thanks, Rat. Have a good night. Yes, thank you. Bye. You're welcome. So I get to take over from now. Yeah. Oh, okay. So <laughs> I'm just going to breathe and come back <laughs> and get my shockers aligned and out of my third eye. apologizing to anyone. I'm not apologizing to anyone because uh, it's a platform where people can do and say whatever they want. Yes, to a certain extent, obviously. Um, but uh, we just want to uh, make sure that people know that some things will be said that might offend people and you're more than welcome to step away and, you know, we'll catch you next week or, you know, stuff like that. So I thank Dan for, you know, politely, you know, saying that, you know, and obviously, but the other, the friend of Daniel's, um, not so much, but that's okay. I didn't know that person, but anyways, 
Um, so just keep in mind, you never know what you're going to hear on the show. Uh, we neither. You know, we don't know what the comedian's going to say. Um, we're kind of – we only let a select few comedians come through um, if we really believe that they're okay, they're not going to go way over the top. And uh, he didn't go over the top too much. Um, but trust me, if it went over the top, I would have hit that X button, and he would have been deleted, gone. But he didn't. So – he was saved. <laughs> Plus, I wouldn't do that to Russ, though. Right. <clears throat> He's a super nice guy. And, yeah. you know, he just has a style. He thought he was, like he said, he was going to try out tonight. And, yeah. you know. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. I'm sorry. For second round. Sorry. Yeah, and for everyone else who did as well. Of course. I mean, it's that's what the show is about. It's a variety show, and you never know it's going to happen. <laughs> it was just, I yeah, I was shocked, and I was not sure what to do um, because I'm thinking, you know, not only do I have my grandmother watching the show, you know. Oh no. So it's like, oh, man, what do I do? I don't know what to do. But you can't really do anything because you invite them on. It's their show. They can do and say whatever. Um, and the and just to let everybody know, this show is technically rated R. So if you look us up, we are rated R because we might, I might swear, the guests might swear or say, like comedians say they're bit or whatever. You never know what they're going to say. So I just want to put it out there. I know I dragged it out just a little bit much more, but I don't want people to think, oh, this is a dirty show. I'm never listening to this ever again. So. I am hoping we're all adults here. And minus the two-year-olds who went to bed. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, yeah. But it, other than that, everyone stuck around, so thank you very much. Um, I'm pretty sure that we'll have them on again, but I think maybe – um, <laughs> yeah, right, Amanda. Um, we'll, uh, we'll talk to him. He's probably nervous now. He's probably thinking to himself, they're never going to have me back on. I can't believe that people were leaving, and I hope not. So I hope he knows that he's welcome back. So I'm sure he does, definitely. Please, I know that you talked to him. I mean, okay. I, 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 I can't say before. I so that was new to me. So I can always text them and say, Rut, you did good, sir. <laughs> um, you're more than welcome to come back on. So next year. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I'm still here. I thought the show was over. Yeah, you were going to abandon us. You were going to leave. So. Um, yeah, so anyways, quickly, this is like after the show, where we can still keep going here. So we were going to quickly just talk about bad service, bad restaurant service um, that we have been experiencing here anyways, between us in Berkshire County, maybe somewhere else, I'm not sure. Um, so I just wanted to reach out to everyone listening and see if anyone else has been experiencing, not just here, but wherever you are, um, bad restaurant service is there a place that we should look out for or look for uh, you know order something different or 
don't go there at all. Uh, so, and so if anyone has any uh, stories or suggestions or places to watch out for, please let us know. Um, I think what we'll do is we'll save this conversation for next Thursday. It will be our number one topic. And I have a feeling that a lot of restaurants are not going to like me because I think I'm going to call them out on Facebook and Twitter and let them know what's happening and what's going on and see what happens. Are we going to call them from the show? No, uh, no, we're not going to call them, uh, but I'm going to tag them. Oh, okay. On Facebook and Twitter and just say, listen, you might want to look into this. A lot of people are saying this one's not good or this one's not doing very well or whatever. So right now I can honestly say, and just to let everybody know, um, that I had, I am never going to Chili's. We just got a brand new Chili's here in town. I'm never going there ever again. They suck. Their service is just horrible. Now, that could be just me, but at the same time, there was other people in the restaurant that we actually spoke to that were saying the same thing. The service here sucks. I'm never coming back. So there's one. Applebee's is another bad one. I'm not exactly sure what happened to Applebee's here in Berkshire County, but the service has gone down the toilet. So, because I have returned, I don't know how much food to the kitchen to just get back my same meal because it was nuked in the goddamn microwave, and I'm not tolerating that. I ain't doing that. Yeah. yeah. So, hello, Brett Sever. Um, I so yeah, I'm not um, thrilled with that. So, if anyone has any places that they've been eating at. Um, Lisa says a bad experience at the hangar, but a lot of people like it. That's true. See, that's the problem. You're going to get mixed reaction, just like comedy, right? Some people are going to say, oh, my God, I absolutely loved it. It was hilarious and whatever. And then you're going to get the, uh, me, who's Mr. Grump, and say, oh, I hated it. It was shit. And I'm never going there ever again. So, yeah, you're going to get that half and half crap, you know. But if you pay attention to what, what I'm saying, you know, maybe you will order something different or I don't feel like sitting there. Let me sit over here. Let me, let's change it up or something. But I'm not going to Applebee's anymore. I'm not going to Chili's. <laughs> so, and that I pretty much eliminated two of our biggest out of three uh, big chain restaurants that we have here in freaking town. So it's like... Awful. But anyways, enough ranting and raving. So, because you know I could go on forever. Technically, we have another 40 minutes, but I don't feel like doing another 40 minutes. I have to wear off, so I could definitely keep going. Um, so, yeah, so that's a, pretty much it. So maybe we can talk about that next week. And uh, other things. So also... We have been, I know that this is kind of like a shocker, and you should have stopped going to Applebee's and Chili's a long fucking time ago. Yeah, I should have, but I didn't because uh, Rat, their food was delicious, and the service was absolutely excellent. And I'm lazy. I don't like cooking. I know how to cook, but I don't feel like cooking. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's true. But anyways. So... 
June is coming. <laughs> Please. <laughs> You're looking at me like, I know. Yeah. Rat, why is it every time I know that you're watching and talking to me, I can't function. My show goes down the chain because I can't focus. But anyway, he doesn't make me nervous. But so June is coming and we stop laughing. We need to plan a show where we are out and about. We need to go out and about into the community. We've been saying that for years. It just feels like years. We've been what? We've been saying that for years. I know. We've been saying that for years. But we never end up up doing it. So, um, yeah. But we do need to go somewhere. We need to do something. Yes. I gave you some ideas. Remember? Oh my God! I don't think I liked any of them. Um, trying to, rem- <laughs> I'm trying to remember if I actually. Inspired your thought to go back to that burger shop. Remember, I said go back there, see if it's changed. On location, yeah. So on location, that's exactly right. Yeah, um, you need restaurants around here. Sent there, haha. We. Wish we could teleport you, server. I know. We need more. We only have Applebee's, Chili's, and 99, and I love 99. I love 99. I've never had an issue or problem except for once, and they were quick to fix that problem. We still have a Friendly's, unlike other places. Friendly's? We have Friendly's. Welcome back, Dan. Um, But, yeah, no, we do need to go on location somewhere. What were the ideas? Restaurants, I know – I know that going back to the diners and different types of places to eat and stuff. Right. We were going to kind of check them out, scope them out, and, you know, come back with our idea about the whole restaurant server thing and see what we get from each of these places and grade them. We'll have our report cards. Yeah. We could. We could. I think what needs to happen... I think what we need to do is have people invite us over to eat. Oh, gosh. Wouldn't that be something? (laughs) You're shaking your head. No, I'm not letting you get away with that one. No? No, no, no. I don't think that's going to happen. Oh, boy. You know, one of our um, very good listeners, she uh, is one of the writers for Yelp. And, um, yeah. Yeah. Katie, yeah. Katie, yes. Katie, Katie's a Yelp. huge Yelper. Yep. 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 <laughs> yep. Read her reviews. Look for Katie Levesque. She writes for Yelp, and she does an amazing job. Yeah, absolutely. Um, she gets like 8,000 listeners a day. On her stuff, I think it was. Listen. Yelp is either a top of the line writer for Yelp. You mean readers, viewers? Readers. They read her reviews. Reviewers. She. They read her review. Reviewers read her reviews. <laughs> You're confusing me. It's too late for this. <clears throat> Bye. To my grandmother. I'll see you Saturday. Grandmother Saturday. Bye bye. I see you Saturday. Uh, yeah. 
I'm. Did somebody just say that they would cook for me? What? Y'all can come here. I will cook for you. Lisa, we just. Oh, God. She's so wonderful. <laughs> she is. She is. Lisa, you're awesome. I think what she should do is cook us, uh, invite us over. <laughs> like inviting us in the future. Right. Invite us over for dinner or whatever. <laughs> maybe, maybe brunch. Uh, we'll do brunch. And I think that we should take over one of her paparazzi shows that she does. <laughs> I would totally. No, you could do that. I would fail miserably. No, we should just take it over. Like, just, but she could start her, like, little video or whatever, and we can just bust in. <laughs> take it over. We're taking over. Yeah. We should do that. Yeah. Well, you watch. It'll she happen. She wanted us to. If she wanted us to. Yeah. <laughs> There we go. Have a cookout in the backyard, and we can go live. Yeah, see? Look at that. We, we're coming up with different ideas. But anyway, so if anyone has any ideas like where, where, where we should go and what we should do, <laughs> please let us know. Um, you know what I want to do? I really want to go to a farm. What? A farm. You want to do a farm? Can we can we word that a little bit differently? You would like to go to a farm and do what at a farm? I don't know. What do we do at a farm? Get some cows, chase some chickens. You know what? I don't I, know. Yes, actually, I do. No, what? I I want to pet a cow. <laughs> I'm going to take you to Hancock Shaker Village there, and we're going to go in. Huh? I've never been there. Well, you and need to go. they got baby animals there right now, mister, and they're starting to grow up, so let's go. We're going to Hancock Shaker Village. No, I don't do the great skate building. Thanks anyways. i got to get a picture, Lisa. That'd be fine. i go on camera. Oh, gosh. I want to I wanna go horseback riding. I don't think you can do that there. But Well, I'm pretty sure there's somewhere else I can go. And, and what's going to happen when you step in the poo? Because around animals in a farm, there's poo. You're going to step in it and get all mad and get Michael Kors all dirty. What? Okay. I don't think you realize that I used to live across the street from cows. Well, I grew up with cows. And I used to horseback ride when I was younger. You did? I did. I was tr- I'm trying to remember exactly where it is, and I think it was in New York somewhere. I'm not sure where. Either Lebanon or Nassau so, or something. So but wait, anyway. you want to pet a cow and ride a horse? Yes. <laughs> All right. Hang um, <laughs> Shaker Village. I'm taking you there. You're going to pet your cow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They they got nice smelly cows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Life feed Brian petting a cow and Brian, we can do horseback riding at my parents anytime. My daughter owns a horse. See? Oh my god. Amanda, we love you. Oh my god, that's great. I feel like this is make a wish. <laughs> 
no offense to make a wish. Um, but maybe yeah. you're wonderful. Let's get him up there. I would totally go up there. Yeah, but she lives far away though, right? It's okay. It'd be a nice trip. It's not that far. Oh, all right. It's not, it's, it's about an hour and a half. It's not that. Far. That's it. What? Oh, all right. That's yeah. like thirty minutes for me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, what did he, so at some point, uh, yeah, I will take her up on that offer. I I do, just like not even a five minute ride. That's all I. That's it. I don't want to gallop out into the sunset with. Back of course, you mean you don't want to gallop away? No, I was gonna say someone's name. I'm not going to. Um, but yeah, absolutely. Oh man, so we have Amanda that wants to do a barbecue and horse riding. Yeah. We have. Yeehaw. We have Lisa that wants to do hee hoedown at her house. Um, hey, hey, do we have to bring hay? Hey, good question. <laughs> Rhett said that he would go. What? There you go. You're not too far away, Rhett. Take the train to uh, Pittsfield, and uh, there well, we go. He could just go to Albany, right? And then just keep going wherever Amanda. Yeah. And um, you know, Rhett and I could ride off into the sunset on a horse. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fantastic? <laughs> no. No. Are you sure? Well, yeah, you can go, but you don't know where you are. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I'm thinking. Um, oh, Lord. But, yeah, that's I, those are a couple of things that I want to do. Is there anything that, that you have always wanted to do, but it's like, no, I'll never do it. I'll never do it. I'll what never I want to do, do I want to win the lottery. Okay, everybody wants to win the lottery. I'm allergic to animals. Um, oh, that's even better, Rat. Yeah, no, I um, there's got to be something. Would you uh, want to do a hot air balloon? I would never do a hot air. No, uh, no I'm afraid of heights. Okay, yeah, I'm not too afraid of heights, but I don't. I would never do it. But uh, yeah, so but anyways. There's our number one fan of the South. <laughs> oh no, Red says he's booked up a horse. Oops. So no, he's not gonna ride a horse with me. Right. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I don't know. Ha ha ha, you're funny. No, I don't write fairies, sorry. <sighs> but anyways. Um, yeah, no. See, now I don't even want to ride a horse anymore. I'm done. A honeybee keeper. Um, I'm not into bugs. I couldn't do that. Um, You're covered. You're covered. You have netting. They have spray to kind of of calm them down and stuff when you go over to them. I would love to go and see exactly. I couldn't, you know. I was actually taught how that works in school. That was like, yeah, and then we got to taste the honey and everything. So, yeah, I would totally go and see a beekeeper, absolutely. And if I had the room, 
in my backyard, I would make grow honey or grow honey. I would make honey and be a beekeeper. Yeah. Bees frighten me. I don't like bees. But, yeah, I would definitely do that. Um, Dan, that's a very good idea. Um, so wait. <laughs> but yeah, but anyways. Um so yeah, so those are good ideas. So people should get in contact with us. Uh and uh we should find out when we can do a barbecue and stuff. So yeah. And I know what you and I should do. I just thought of this. You oh. know, those lock rooms, you know, like you have to figure out your uh No. Your way out. No. That would be so much fun. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Are you talking about the one? Our, maybe our, our listeners could uh, help us out. Wouldn't that be fun? No. Why not? No. Don't they have that at the mall? They have it at, like, the Crossgates Mall and crap where they got those different rooms. I know, like, it's, like, different scenarios or whatever, but they got yeah. the ones where you have to find your way out. No. Why not? No. <laughs> I never come out ever. I'm not good at that stuff. We can figure it out. It'd be fine. The Brian and Sherry show gets laughing. Yeah. And and have our our guests and listeners help us. That could be fun. How are they going to see anything? They're not going to see. Cell phones, live, Facebook. No, I'm not doing that. No, absolutely not. Sure, you're supposed to be backing me up. Don't just stand there. Tell her no. See, he said, my number one fan of the South says no. So no, nice try. Okay, no lock rounds. That's an idea. See, you always turn my ideas down. I'm sorry. No, I'm not doing that. Hello to Cassandra <laughs> Scribbins. Um, they have one of those locked rooms with zombie chains somewhere in the... What? Why would anyone do that? Oh, that's like, bad. That's like a guy bad. pretending to be a zombie and you have to get it out of there before it, like, gets oh, loose. Yeah. Thing. Oh, I can do that now. I'd now. be like, take me now. Take me now because I ain't going to have enough time to figure this shit out. I am dumb as a can of green beans. That's not happening. <laughs> so, no. I couldn't get us out. You could probably. But... <laughs> Yeah, no. All right, everyone. So we've gone a half an hour, well, 25 minutes over our time. But that's okay because we just like talking and people like listening. We get more listeners as we go. So more and more people are, like, all of a sudden coming in and everything. Um, so, okay, so we've been invited to two barbecues, one horseback riding, one hijacking of paparazzi jewelry video. We are going to be going to different restaurants i am going where we are definitely going to hancock shaker village uh, and i'll make sure that everybody knows that we're going to hancock shaker village because i would want people to come with us and you know forget the cows come see brian and sherry <laughs> you know? um, we're I, crazy animals yeah, yeah. yeah we are crazy animals um, <laughs> absolutely hey. No, I mean bring A. <laughs> What's that? I said hey. No, I mean bring hey. Hey? Hey, hey. Hey. 
That's a good idea, eh? Hey? Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so uh, we're going to be doing a couple of things. So first stop will be Hancock Shaker Village. So we will get on that, and we will figure out when we are going to be going. Um, that's what I'm talking about, Amanda. I don't know what the heck I would be doing either. Um, so, yeah, and we'll let everybody know when we're going to be doing that, so. Um, and if you are serious about inviting us to your barbecue, backyard barbecue, uh, get in contact with Sherry. Let her know the details. Um, Sherry takes care of all that stuff on the end because I'm lazy. And I usually tend to forget. Yeah. Bingo. Right there. Don't forget that Sherry has a show coming up at 11 o'clock. I do. Right here on uh, Blog Talk Radio. It's not on Facebook, folks, but you'll see the posting for it, and then you can just click on it and listen to the show. Um, I'll be calling in just to listen. I'm very interested to listen to this guest of yours, this author. Okay. So um, good night, everyone, and we. I hope you have a fantastic weekend. I hope it's nice. Um, I get to see my family on Saturday, so I'm excited about that. Um, and uh, we'll talk to everybody next Thursday. And yes, Dan, we have, we most definitely have to keep reading, um, and we need to start our project fairly soon. So um, yeah, so that's pretty much it. Let me end the radio show first. Any last words, Sherry? Thank you all for listening today on Black Talk Radio. We enjoy your. Coming and listening to our show each and every week on Thursday. Thank you. Have a great night. And thank you to comedian Rhett Sever for coming on and blowing our show out of the water. It was <laughs> exciting and shocking and surprising and juicy and happy. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. I got to go. Here, goodbye, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Brian and Sherry 5.0. Online 24-7 at briancherryshow.org. Like them on Facebook at brian.sherryshow. And we'll catch you next time. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.